That's never gonna. You guys ever think that's ever gonna happen? Like, like, what Popovich did, thousand dollars, fifteen dollars. Yeah, it'll happen. Not gonna happen in my lifetime. No, I'm talking about you give it to me. Oh yeah. So I gave Christina a hundred dollars. Damn it, now I'm trying to figure out. Can I get more? I want to get more than that. Yeah, but you're a ten. That's a ten.
Ask me if I've ever sucked my own dick or if I ever tried. I did try. I tried it one time. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about that, I guess. We'll see how that goes. Oh, boy. This is. <laughs> Oh man, this is gonna be rough. This is gonna be rough.
Welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Yo, let's get it going out there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome on in back once again to the Sports Buffoon Studios. These guys are out here getting it down with the nitty gritty. A little bit of shaking up in here. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. He looks like he's doing the Donald Trump. You know, the, the, this one. <laughs> he's doing the double fist Donald Trump dance. I think is what he's doing. So the, the last uh, time I checked, Trump could never do anything that comes close to he, that. Donald no, Trump's not on my these. level. Do you remember when Donald Trump did this dance? I don't care. It reminded he's, me like a, like a fast version of that one. He's not on my level. Uh, that's okay. a different level, man. I mean, maybe in he's his prime. Work to do. In his prime, uh, maybe he was. I on can your coach level. him if you want me to coach him. I'll that's coach him. I can try to work rough. on that. Uh, anyways, guys, welcome on in uh, here in, in the next Kansas, of course, back again in the main studio hub here. I got Jason JG to my left and Tanner Dawson to my right. Yo, What's yes. up going on, fellas? How you doing? What's going on, guys? Uh, Never been well, better, man. Yeah, Never doing better. doing pretty good, man. I, I love the fact we're starting the show with daylight still out. I'm um, just happy that we're not. Yeah, I'm just that's awesome. I'm just happy that we're starting the show again dry, man. I love to do dry shows. Mm-hmm. It is, it's it's one of the best what's, days of my life, what's, man. Absolutely. How are you guys what's, feeling right what's, now? What's dry shows? It was it was also dry is when you drink water or non-alcoholic beer the entire day before we start. It yeah. was also nice totally going. Dry. So we went out to Hy-Vee for dinner tonight, and it was nice having a $10 tab because of the dryness. And so, you know, therefore, you know, you're, when you're not spending money on alcohol, I mean, your tabs are a lot cheaper. So uh, yeah. $10 tabs are I nice. I sure hope our audience members know better than that. I know. Better than what? Than what you guys are They talking. should go to Hy-Vee, too. It's cheap. I'm saying Good they should know too. better by now from what you guys are talking about. I don't know. Can we, can well, we just talk about sports this every is once in a while, Tanner? Like, are you? Margarita. We gotta get a hold of this producer over here. He's full of shit. I don't. He well, doesn't want to talk about one sports. Getting, Tanner's one getting toasted over here with his new glorious. Just talk about uh, sports, damn it! Yeah. Come well, on. Okay, let's go around the ring here, we, guys. Before we get <laughs> we get going here, we're gonna talk a little NBA. We're gonna talk a little bit of NFL for a minute. Um, but uh, Tanner, what are you sipping on first and foremost? Moon Man. What the hell is that? New Glarus Brewing Company. It's a pale ale there uh, up in Wisconsin. When I was up there uh, last month for it. Uh, it's a fabulous pale beer. Really great, actually. A no coast pale ale is what it's called. So I actually went to Limitless before this show. I was on with uh, Ashton, Ashton Cole uh, from Let's Talk Sports. Uh, one of the young kids that's over on the East Coast that sits there. Fabulous kid. Love the kid. Uh, he does really well. So I was happy to be on his show. And it was it was a blast. It was a blast while I was there. Gotcha. So now I'm more curious, though, about Wisconsin, though, Tanner, because if I go out there, man, I want to try all the cheeses. I mean, please tell me you tried some cheese while you were there. Look, these cheese skirts I had, I'll show you guys pictures, too. I'll try to post it. There was a We went to a place called, like, Milwaukee's Best Burgers or something like that, uh, not too far from where we were. And these cheese, we had ordered cheese skirts because, like, like, you're in Milwaukee, you ordered cheese skirts, right? These cheese skirts came out, like, this freaking big. Big old ball. Oh, dude, it was insane. It was like full of cheese, and I mean, it was delicious. It's the best thing, best cheese curd I ever had. But I, like the sides of it just threw me off of it. So it was a uh, the really size. Wait a wait wait a second. The, the size, size of it threw you off. Is that yes. what she said? That's what she said. The, the size. No, how excited you would you be bit. if you got your cheese curds and Speak- they were, you know, the size of a fist? Hey, spe- speaking of which, our guy Tufels here, fellers. 
Too full. Welcome on in, Too full. Good to see you again. I'm sure he's happy also that he can go to bed at a good time without starting earlier. He, he probably is happy about that. So uh, that's that's true. Uh, yeah. Anyways, t- I know you love cheese curds, Jason. Um, would you be really excited if you went to Wisconsin and had a had a cheese curd the size of a fist? Like legit. I love it, man. But you know, I was telling <laughs> I was telling uh, one of my counterparts earlier today. I was like, man. You, you don't have to do a whole lot to get the experience of Wisconsin cheese. You just have to go buy a tombstone pizza. It's in the freezer, man. Go to the grocery store, hit up the freezer, tombstone? go buy a tombstone pizza. Tombstone's pretty good. I'm a it, fan. I'm good. a fan of tombstone. But They've I'm been not doing thinking, this shit for I'm 20 years. I'm not thinking Wisconsin of it. it. No, they use real Wisconsin cheese. They've been doing this shit for 20 to 25 years. Is that what I thought so Wisconsin good? of it? It's amazing. I, I like Tombstone. That's a good brand. Tombstone <clears throat> and DiGiorno. Okay. It's the same DiGiorno. fucking okay. company. Uh, Tufel says, don't trust anyone that doesn't like cheese. That's very true. Yeah, that's probably don't a good point. Anyone. I don't actually, that's I don't really true. know people other than the people that are lactose intolerant. Like, I don't really know anyone that doesn't like cheese. Yeah. Like, what, what, maybe we're all like as humans, we're just big mice. I know a lot of people that don't love cheese. Like, I love it. <laughs> they they just they pretend to like it and they piss me off. So what was, you need to be wary of those people who you go down to Osceola, like Osceola, Missouri, and have some cheese down. Mike, I love going to Osceola. Like what was that salad you said a year ago? It was for Jason. Jason ordered a salad. Well, Jason does not like getting chicken on a salad. Yeah, so he, he's he like, gets he's extra like, cheese instead. No chicken, no well, something pretty else. much no meat really. But today he had. He had no meat. In fact, the waitress ate the meat instead. <laughs> yes, she literally yes. ate his his meat. Um, I uh, hope, hope you guys don't take that the wrong way. She gargled it right down, but he had all the cheese. So, so to be clear, I want to be crystal clear. She did not beat my meat, but she ate my meat. It's a little oh. bit different story. She took advantage so, of your meat because you, you guys said, all know the saying, well, oh, th- this person beat my meat. She did not beat my meat. I mean, so she took she advantage just, of the fact that you didn't want your she meat. She took the chicken off of my plate because she was hungry. She wanted to. She wanted to have some dinner. Oh, Meanwhile, no. I was ready to get hammered. And, but uh, I'm, I'm actually dry today. Like yeah, I'm so, still <laughs> drinking these. He had cheese all over the place. To answer your question, Mike, I am drinking it. a non-alcoholic wine over here. I've got a non-alcoholic <laughs> Pinot Grigio. I, I don't understand why it takes us this long. When you ask a simple question like that, we have to go all around the world to ask, answer all a right. simple question. We're uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> I've got a non-alcoholic in. Pinot Grigio. We're now six, Please move on. We're now 16 minutes in right now. It Please is, move on and even, talk about sports, damn Tufel, it. Tufel says even lactose intolerant people love cheese. And also, by the way, I believe he's talking about the Stanley Cup playoffs here. Mm. Toronto's up 2-0 just now, by the way. That's oh. insane. And Tufel just stated, wine is already bad. It's only saving grace is getting you hammered on cheap. Why get a non-alcoholic version? Uh, um, well, that, that's, it's, it's that's, basically grape juice, right? I, I will tell you point. this. I will tell you this. There are those people in the world who get DUIs and they're not allowed to drink for a long period of time. Um, and there are other people who have health health issues and they, they can't drink alcohol. And so this is a way for you to still get the enjoyment of liquor or beer oh, or what Lord, have you have mercy guys but uh have you know mercy. just just have some respect for just, those people who just, can't drink just you know right. i'm not one of those people but i'm trying to support those people I'm in still the world t- who you, can't drink well, i'm sure two of them won't move on here but let's uh let's go and move on i would much prefer that we talk about hockey then continue you know, this conversation. Tufel brings up a good point, though. Right now, Tufel brings up a good good point, though, with the hockey because 
you know, I, I personally love hockey. Uh, I know you guys don't watch NHL at all, really. So, I mean, it's, it's hard for us to sit here and have a whole lot of topics. I'm a Las Vegas fan. Um, I do love the Golden Knights. Twofold out here. I says, love the Golden Knights. Twofold says out here. Team. I don't trust junk drink opinions from a non-alcoholic wine drinker and one that drinks hug barrels. Hug barrels. What is hug that? barrels? What does that mean? Twofold. Please define this. I don't, hug know, barrels. I don't know what hug barrels means. I've um, never heard of that. I, I don't. I don't know, um, guys. There is a current NBA game on as of right now. Is there really? Fact. Oh yeah, um, I'm shocked that. by that. I mean, obviously the NBA playoffs are full full swing at this point. A lot's going on. Um, a lot of interesting dynamics have unfolded now over the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah, as of right now, it looks like the Heat are down by 11, 71 to 82 versus the Knicks. Um, but that series has not gone in the Knicks' favor at at, at, at all so far to this point. I mean, is it? Is it something that shocks you guys Look at looking at this thing over? Because to me, I do want to point out one thing. If you look at a points per game basis, the Heat had the worst offense in the entire league this year. Um, I don't know if that's something you guys are aware of or if it matters or it's just irrelevant. I don't know. You guys tell me. But um, I, I think that we've seen the best version of the Heat so far in the playoffs. And you know, we talk about playoff Jimmy Buckets. Um, the guy shows up in big moments. And, you know, this game's far from over yet. So. I would not put a past him to have a little comeback here in the fourth quarter. Um, but to this point, um, it's been a great playoffs. It's been very enjoyable. I've been uh, sitting on the edge of my seat watching the Suns, and I'm, I'm hoping we can get back to three and three now on Thursday. But um, let's let's talk about the Heat for just a moment here as they are going live. Um, how do you guys feel about the series, and what do we need to look forward to here? I mean, I think there's a lot of things going on here in this series. Um, I think the national narrative is like, what do the New York Knicks need to do to move forward? So a lot of people are sitting out there and they're thinking that this series is over. And I actually agree with you. It actually is over because Jimmy Buckets is going to win this series no matter what. I don't care if it happens in five games, six games, seven games, what have you. Jimmy Buckets actually tweeted it out after he beat the Milwaukee Bucks who were the number one seed in the East. Jimmy Buckets tweeted it out. We will beat the New York Knicks in the next series in five games. Okay. So you can take that for what it's worth. I actually think they have a chance right now because the heat were down. I don't know if you guys have been watching this game right now. It's the end of the third. They're only down 10. Miami was actually down 20 points in this fucking game. Okay. So this is something you should take seriously because the New York Knicks are reeling right now. They're not healthy. Jalen Brunson is not 100%. Julius Randle, God knows, is not 100%. And we don't know who's going to be on this team at the end of this year going into next year. Um, The Knicks are reeling right now. And I, I actually think the Heat have a chance to win this game because Jimmy Butler is a killer. Okay, He's been to the NBA Finals before. And he's an absolute killer. And I just want to know you guys' thoughts. I don't even care about this series, okay? I can sit here. We can sit here and analyze this series all day long, okay? It's game five. Nobody gives a shit. We all know which team is going to win the series. The Heat are down by 10. The Knicks are fucking pieces of shits. The more important subject here is what would you do if... Jimmy Butler was still on the Philadelphia 76ers 
With Joel Embiid. Ah, uh, be undefeated, dude. With Tyrese Maxey. And James Harden? With James Harden. Now. Well, hold on. Hold on. How, how now, far back are we going here? I mean, be we're there. going two, three okay. years here. So let's talk no, about. Actually, 2020, it was the Heat debut of Jimmy Butler. So we're yeah. talking about 19. That's, here. What I'm, that's what I was about to say. Let's, like, that's a, a whole different dynamic. Okay. Let, me, let me just set it up for you here first. <clears> so, so Tobias Harris would not be there because. Tobias Harris is a max player, so he would not be on that roster right now. But let's just do a hypothetical here. Let's just say Jimmy Butler was still on the Sixers with Joel Embiid, with James Harden, and with Tyrese Maxey. Do they not win three championships in a row? Do they not win a minimum of two championships? Because we, my, my this- point would be, they're going to win two rings, no matter what. If they would have kept that that guy on the team. Now, before you speak, Tanner, before you speak, you do understand, right, that they made a decision. Oh, yeah. And the decision was we would rather keep Ben Simmons on the roster than keep Jimmy Butler on that fucking roster. Yes. Do you think that was a good decision, Tanner? I don't. Or do you think we've got some uh, people who need to get their heads examined? Can- can I throw this out there for you? It was the it wasn't Embiid. I'm gonna say it was everybody else, including the coach, that it was the same reason why and uh, Butler wasn't on Minnesota to stay with at all. It was because of his work work ethic, it was his effort, his competition. It was the same thing in Philadelphia. Uh, Embiid, I believe at the time, still he was off and on being hurt at the time as well in 2019, and this was an issue. Because uh, Butler was a star player. Butler is a superstar at this point, right? And we all know it. But his work ethic and his practice ethic relates to, you could even say, like a Kobe Bryant at this point. And that was the whole reason why he's not a Timberwolf. That's the whole reason why he's not a 76er. And the whole reason the Heat took him, because you had dogs like that. So I think I think the point that you're trying to make here is that when Jimmy Butler was on the Philadelphia 76ers, he could see back then that Ben Simmons was for, for lack Crap. of a for lack of a better word a piece of shit correct and he didn't want to be there he didn't want to but, deal with it but also the 76ers didn't want to deal with him because he was the one pushing Ben Simmons at the time he was the one pushing the other players on the roster at the time Seth Curry other guys like that and that was the reason why Jimmy Butler ended up in Miami this is a guy that you don't just take off your roster this isn't because of talent this is because of He's considered toxic because of his well, work. It, it sounds to me like he's got some motivational issues and it, it, it comes hot what, and cold. What's the motivational issues? Well, think about it. I mean, you, you want to perform for one team, but then the other team you want to. No, 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 no. I mean, no, is this, this like, is, is nothing this like about Randy, that. Randy Moss Look, with the Raiders. I no, mean, what, what is this? Let's talk about the Timberwolves, right? His short stint in Minnesota. He got criticized hardcore because he beat the first team offense in defense with the second team offense, with the second team regime. This is a guy that has dynamically tried to improve his team and continuously gets criticized for it because he works too hard on this NBA team. He criticizes too hard. He tries to bring his team up. Okay. And and players and coaches hate it. Let me just, guy. I want okay, to ask I you. Let that. me just ask you this, Mike. Do you think that the Philadelphia 76ers made a mistake when they decided to keep 
Ben Simmons and get rid of Jimmy Butler? Because I, I think it's kind of a rhetorical question, but at the same time, I just like, I feel like Jimmy Butler is a guy that saw this little piece of shit that we all know today does not want to play the game of basketball. Okay. Is he playing? And, and when I say that, when I, when I call him a piece of shit, I say that with all due, due respect. Okay. Just to be clear. But is that something that Jimmy Butler saw in Ben Simmons when he was on the Sixers? Or is that like, did he see, did he foresee this coming where uh, basically Ben Simmons career was going to be over before it even started? Well, I mean, maybe that's the case um, for some, for a guy like that. I mean, maybe that's part of his problem and why, it, it, he's had you know if you think about his career and he's been a great player now for quite a while but he's bounced around quite a bit and normally when you have an elite player they don't bounce around that often. never i mean they you don't never. Mean, you, you got a team and they don't want to let you go because you're literally the elite you're you're the leader of the team so like why is a guy who is such a leader who is looked at as the man and one of the superstars of the league a guy that bounces around from team to team so frequently i will tell you the only time that that happens is when you are on the Minnesota Timberwolves with Carl Anthony Towns and no leadership on that team. Then you go to the Philadelphia 76ers where you've got a guy like Ben Simmons who doesn't really care about basketball that much. That's the only scenario where you start to so, bounce around like that. I got a question for you, JG. Kobe Bryant, let's say for some reason, was on the Minnesota Timberwolves at this time on the 76ers, that Jimmy Butler's path like his path so far. Is he the one bouncing around as well? You think Kobe Bryant gets bounced around around as well? I think he would. Yeah. But I, I also think that Kobe is the same sort of dog as Jimmy. Jimmy Butler. Yep. So Jimmy Butler is doing something right now that Kobe really never had the opportunity to do. So Kobe had a little bit of an advantage because he, he was on a great organization he had to the, where they the organization they, had his back the they would time. they would put the pieces around him exactly and i think that that jimmy butler is basically that version of kobe bryant where he didn't really have the pieces around him where he was the only dog in the vicinity of his whole fucking team and now all of a sudden you got to put that team on your back jimmy butler has already been to the finals dude and if people want to say oh well that was in the bubble well, Dude, don't get get out of here with the bubble stuff. Like they played the Lakers in the bubble and they were in the finals. Like that means more to me in terms of Jimmy Butler than it does in could, terms of LeBron and AD. Could you imagine a Jimmy Butler Anthony Edwards combo right now in Minnesota? I, I can't outside of Anthony Edwards. I can't, but issues. like it's it's useless to me because they still brought in Rudy Gobert. Well, and they gave away five. You wouldn't have draft brought picks. in Rudy Gobert. You wouldn't have brought in Mike Conley. You probably would have should have got rid of Anthony Towns at the time, and you kept your guy that's actually out practicing your first team. Yeah, and I I, I do see your perspective there, Tanner, and I, I think they would have made some noise. That would have been some insane. Stuff. They would have made some noise, and I, I think that Jimmy Butler would have made a, a huge impact on Anthony Edwards' career, Correct. but. As Anthony, Anthony Edwards is still young. I mean, he's still young, so. But now I'm, he's got that allegation against him, and it's not. It's it's literally the leadership of Minnesota right now, where you don't have a veteran presence that's going to call you out for being a you know, don't do shit, don't do stupid shit, and now you now you're in trouble with something personal. But to your point, to your point, if Jimmy Butler was on that team, you wouldn't have. He that. would have never got to that point. Never got. That would have never happened. 
because it's all about culture. And we talk about this in the yes. NFL all the time. We can talk about it with the Chiefs. I mean, you've got to be in the right culture. When you draft a quarterback, let's just take the Houston Texans, for example. They drafted C.J. Stroud, yep. okay? And we don't know which way that's going to go. Well, I'm going to tell you which way it's going to go. Are you in a good culture? Do you have a great coach? Do you have a great team around you? Do you have a great roster? Or do you have a coach and an organization who doesn't really know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And so that's kind of the situation that Anthony Edwards is in right now, because we all know from experience, the Minnesota Timberwolves have never done shit. Right. So Kevin Garnett had to get the fuck out of there, even though he wasted half of his career in Minnesota, that that was a trash organization. And he got the hell out of there, got the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. And, and props to him. He he made good on his career. And that's that's my biggest fear for a guy like Anthony Edwards because no, he's sick of Minnesota, you, know, you don't right? you don't want to stay there too long, dude. You don't uh, want to stay there too think long. Think of KG, right? KG Minnesota. He got out to the Celtics finally and he ended up winning a championship. Yeah. But if he would have done that sooner, he would have definitely won a championship more than what once or twice there. He could have had two or three. Yeah. Man, but he waited too long. So guys, let's circle back around on these heat topic here at the uh, end of the game. By the way, real quick, um, I do want to share the uh talk about the hugs. Oh yeah. Hug what's barrels. That? What's that? So you'll see on the screen here. Actually, well, Tanner, normally you have screen. a screen in front of me. I know, uh, I know, I know. Producer is is so hug barrels are mm. the like Jason, you can see behind you here. It's the juice box barrels that oh. we used to have back mm. in the day. I, I remember them now. So that is what he's talking about with the hug barrels. Yeah, I remember the huggy times. bear. I don't know if I, you know, I I've, I remember seeing these. The huggy bear. I don't I don't know that I remember. Unbelievable. We'll save that for later. <laughs> yeah, we will. I don't know. <laughs> now we I don't, get it. I don't remember it. that yep, I now ever drank one. Though. I, I, I saw those. I remember those when I was a kid, but I don't know that I ever drank one. I can't really remember. I sure. drank plenty of those, so not. Okay. I mean, obviously not alcoholic vibes, but I drank yeah, but. plenty of those. But he's saying he's saying there's a streamer out there that does this during the stream. He does what? He drinks those hug hug drinks drinks them during. Okay, is it yeah. like a, that's like a Twitch? that's what he's thinking of. Is of your guys' streamer? Yeah, probably Twitch. Because Twitch has some weird. So, so Twofles on Twitch, so it's a Twitch streamer probably. But you guys are on like your wine little deals here and there. That's why you related to the hug. Yeah, I got I got a non-alcoholic margarita and a non-alcoholic Hercules double IPA. Yeah, so. I'll tell you what the hug. <laughs> I will tell you what, Tanner. The Huggy Bear did a few yeah, things in I'll college basketball this week. Uh, Dude, right, totally not got not All right, guys. Let's we'll circle let's back around on. to the Heat stuff let's here later on. on. We got nine minutes left in that game, guys. We'll get to it at the end of the show. Let's talk about a game that's got the tip off here at the end of the show, as a matter of fact, and that is uh, Golden State going up against the Lakers uh, coming up on we had game Big six. Big time. Game so five. Game, game five. five. Game five. Okay. Um, so, guys, we saw a crazy ending just two nights ago. I don't know if you guys are all watching, but like I, I saw Steph Curry personally, like he choked in my opinion and the way, the way that thing unfolded and they had opportunities at the end. And if you go back and you might look at his points and go, Oh, well, you know, he had a triple double, you know, it looks good on paper. Right. I mean, look at the stats he just put up guys. Look at, I mean, first of all, he was 12 of 30 and then three for 14 from three point range. He's, he's, he was being careless with the ball and making some shots that were just ridiculous. Ridiculous, like unnecessary type shots. And yes, he was trying to be Superman at some points. And he's he's made it work in the past. He's made you know here and there. It's it's happened. But there there is this misconception right now going around 
about Steph Curry and the idea that he is some kind of clutch performer. And the truth is, if you really, really dig into game by game, that's not the case anytime recently. Um, and I, I want you guys to understand that before we have this discussion is that uh, he might have been at one point, but it, lately it's not been the case. And uh, the way that they handled the end of that game just two nights ago was pretty awful. Um, but with that said, the Lakers are rolling pretty well. I think LeBron's playing decently. Uh, I think that what we're seeing is the, the Warriors are trying to play a certain type of basketball yep. that they've been playing for a long, long time. And when it's not clicking, it's not clicking. When it is, it's fire. And we're seeing a very hot and cold version of themselves at the moment. And Clay Thompson's still, you know, jacking up threes. He's doing his normal thing. But there's something missing. There's something missing from this team. I, and I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I'd love to hear what you have to say, Tanner. Go I ahead. I pointed it out to you guys last week, right? I asked you guys this question. Does, does the pool Draymond incident come back into effect? Well, I think it's coming pool, back into effect Tanner, right pool now. Pool had zero points scored and i think it's coming back to effect he was over four in the last i'm telling you like off-season drama eventually catches up to you and i feel like this golden state team is is starting to catch up to them at the wrong time and i I want you guys to talk about for a minute here why was he not part of the starting group in this game because we saw a guy steve kerr who's not draymond green well but we saw a guy starting in this matchup two nights ago that's not normally a starter for this team for this roster right jason Yeah, so so I want to look at the big picture here because I think everybody nationally is looking at the point where, yeah, Draymond Green punched him in the face beginning of the year, and I think a little bit too much is made of that. Um, we need to just look at this one game right now. So the last game, it was Lakers 104-101. And Steph Curry, and I, I agree with you, Mike, Steph Curry took some ill-advised shots in that game. However, let's look at the box score because nobody really did shit in that game. Gary Payton II was in the starting lineup. I have no idea why. That's that's got to go out the window. Try and start some new. Okay. The second leading scorer in that game was Andrew Wiggins with 17 points. Clay Thompson had nine. Draymond Green had eight. Peyton with 15. Uh, you already alluded to Jordan Poole with De- zero. DaVincio with 10. So I feel like this is kind of one of those games where you can just throw it out the window. I understand the Lakers are up there to one, but nobody did shit what? in this game. And so while I agree with you, Steph Curry took some ill-advised shots in that game. He He had no help, all right? And so you look at a guy like LeBron James. I know you guys don't want to admit it, but in all of his championships, he needed some fucking help. He needed some help in all of those championships. He needs it this time. Nobody wants to admit it, but they're he giving him some help, help this time. And so right now we're looking at game four. Steph Curry had 31 points, and everybody else shut the bed. Okay. So I mean, it's, here's it's, the thing. If you shoot the ball 30 times, I would hope you can get close to 30 points, though. No matter who you at are. At least a point per, I, per I'm shot. serious. Like, look at his percentage. It's it's awful. But he was helping helping you, though. So the Lakers, the Lakers are actually playing really good defense. What are we talking about right now, Jason? Are we talking about LeBron or Stephon? So the L.A. Lakers, because that's what I feel like we're talking about. The L.A. Lakers going to the playoffs were playing one of the best defensive teams in the league. And so if you're if you're on the Warriors, you've got to have a little bit of help. You have to at least have one supporting cast member who can give you something. You, You roast LeBron for these numbers. 12 for 30 in the field goals attempt 
40% shooting percentage. Three for 14 mm-hmm. and then 21% field goal percentage and three points. It's one you, fucking guy. You oh, roast this guy. Seven or 10 rebounds, 14 assists for him. 31 still plus positive points for Stephon, Stephen Curry. But you roast LeBron for this. You can't just flip it around. You say he's the best player in Ak- Akron. Like, what's what's the difference here? I thought they it's, were the same kind of player. Like I said, it's, it's one fucking guy. He was Steph pretty okay. So we talk about LeBron. He was pretty careless. We talk he's about LeBron careless that in a way, series right? where they can't afford, especially if you guys saw the ending of that game, the way he mishandled the ball. I mean, that cost the team the game. He was it did. He was a dud at the in the fourth quarter of this game. He was shit. But but the reason why he was a dud is because he had no supporting cast. Nobody gave a shit about the game. They are down. So, it's the play- so wait, 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 wait. Every year we wait, talk wait, about regular wait. season, how no one cares until the playoffs. It's the fucking playoffs now. It's the playoffs. It's time to care. But we talk about LeBron. That's, That's Bro- my whole point. LeBron may not have supporting cast, but yet you, we don't you've take gotta it. Figure out, but you've got to figure out why they don't give a shit. Well, why doesn't LeBron seem to give a shit? Why does Jordan Poole score zero points? And LeBron, Draymond, why Jordan does Poole Draymond plays Green... 10 minutes because Steve Kerr isn't coaching correctly. Right. If you guys think this is a Jordan Poole, Draymond Green thing, why did Jordan Poole have zero and Draymond Green had eight points? The Draymond Green didn't do shit. Well, Jordan Poole's oh, over four. Lottie freaking died. Draymond Green, you had 10 fucking rebounds, but you didn't win the fucking game. These guys are playing defense on the Lakers, okay? And I, I want to make one thing clear here. This this series, the Lakers need to step on their throats right now. Right now. Right, right the now. fuck now. And you if guys, you're gonna do it, you do it tonight. You you guys don't think this is a big deal. This is a huge, huge, deal. massive deal. This has, you know, everything written all over it because we always talk about on this show, it's Steph Curry versus LeBron. Who's the, the greatest player? Better. It's not. It's not Who's the best player in There's history? The best player in Akron. It There's not matter. a debate. It does not matter. This series matters, okay? And so they need to step on the Warriors' throat right now because do you know, do you want to know what's going to happen if they don't? Do you want to know what happens if the Warriors torch them in this game right now? Do you want to know that if the Lakers don't win game six, it's over? So they have all of the pressure in the world. If the Lakers lose game five, they have all the pressure in the world. Do you understand that Anthony Davis has played two good games in a row? When's yes. the last time you saw that happen? Uh, regular season, like two weeks before. This fucking guy never shows up two not, games not in a row. Not consecutive alone. This guy, we are due. We are overdue, as a matter of fact, for a shitball Anthony Davis game. You guys haven't seen we it in are, a few days. It's time. It's it's probably going to happen right now. It can't happen today, though. It can't happen today for these Lakers. And so... The, the big question is, is and this has been flopping around all day long, do the Lakers just go ahead and throw in the towel in this game, or do they go ahead and try to win? Because the theory out there, and I, I'm actually a proponent of my own theory, which is you should put all the, all the marbles on the table, you know, let the chips fall where they may, and if, if, you're, you, if you're sitting there in the fourth quarter, right, you're two minutes into the fourth quarter, you're down by 20 to 25 points to the Warriors. That's the only time where you put these guys on the bench. And when I, I say these guys, I'm talking about LeBron James, Anthony Davis. But they have to try to win this game. They yes. have to yes. put the foot on the throat of the Warriors because if, if you don't do it, 
you're going to have some problems here because you do not let, let me be clear here. And I, you guys know, I know you guys take my betting advice and all that shit. And you probably should. Well, we're going to talk about that. If, if you don't put your, your foot on the throat <laughs> of the warriors in this game, uh, you know, it, there's going to be some problems. There's going to be some problems because I think the Warriors have what it takes. They've already proven it in that series with the Sacramento Kings. They're they're looking at themselves. When you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you say? You say, well, let's see. I beat the Kings three games in a row, and uh, I've already proven in the playoffs no, no, I, I can win not, three games in a row. Do you not think let's, I can do that against LeBron let, James and old-ass Anthony let, Davis, who's 30 years old? And okay. who is a declining player? We're, we're talking going about an next injured. Year, they should probably injured Sacramento Kings team. By the way, their star player was injured those last three games. It does not matter. Tanner. It does matter. No, because you got a healthy LeBron James, you got does a healthy not Anthony Davis. They have and a bench. Here's what they have: they have the confidence that they've already won three games in a row That's, in the playoffs. Do you not think, in your own mind, when you look in the mirror? Do you not think that you can beat LeBron James? Like you're just sitting there staring at yourself like we just beat an injured Sacramento skin team. Now we're going to go beat the king of the NBA. Especially if you are the defending champs and you're a guy like Steph Curry who has already beaten LeBron James. He has nothing At one to time. prove. Yes. He's got nothing to prove against LeBron Again, James. We're talking about the same thing, Jason. We're talking about the same I thing. I cannot stress this enough. Okay. We can't stress this enough. LeBron freaking James you roast these numbers. You roast these numbers if they lose right now. 10 for 25, 40% field percentage. Man. I'm telling you right now. Two for nine, 22% so, from three point. You're talking about less than 10, re 10 rebounds a game, six assists, three turnovers, team, 27 positive differential. That is less than Steph Curry on the Golden State. The but Lakers. If, if we talk about Golden State being up right now, you're roasting LeBron James in the Lakers team right now. You're saying they don't have enough. LeBron the Lakers, have enough. The Lakers are old as fuck. No. Okay. Hey, look, they, they do got not youth, win. They got youth. You can mark my words right now. If they do not win game five, it's over, man. You know who is take it to the bank. You know who it's, it's up Golden to? State all the way. It's to the freaking Lakers coach. Don't put freaking Vanderbilt like you did in game two. No game three. All that has nothing to do with Curry. the coach. The coach is doing a great job. The, Darvin Ham. The matchups are he's a defensive mastermind, dude. No, he the, the the coach Darvin Ham of the Lakers. He's Lock, doing a fantastic it's having job. a dog on you the bench. Put it on the coach. Having the dog on the bench. Schroeder was game one. Uh, Walker the fourth was game or last game. What game four? So like we got crap going on here. All right. So so right quick, Tanner. Let's talk about the Warriors side of this. So a lot of people are talking about the fact that if the Warriors actually lose this series, what are the changes that need to be made? going into the next year because everybody wants to trade Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. Colin Colin Cowherd on his show today said, oh, I'm giving away Poole and Wiggins to bring in Jalen Brown. And I'm Ooh. sitting here saying like, like that, how stupid can you pee? You've got, you've got Draymond Green. No, listen to me right quick before you go. Draymond Green is 33 years old. Jordan Poole is 23 years old. 10 years younger, okay? You've got a young Develop, developing player who has already proven, i.e. last year's playoffs, if you go to last year's playoffs, Jordan Poole has already proven that he's a superstar talent. Okay. Would you would you rather get rid of the 23-year-old or would you rather get rid of Draymond Green? 
who likes to, oh, I don't know. Do you like to get technical fouls and I, lose in the NBA finals to a LeBron James when he's on the Cavs? Or uh, is that, am I going too far back? I, I don't think you're going too far at all. Draymond I, Green did lose that NBA finals he did. the last time I checked. And he so did. would you rather get rid of a guy like that who has problems getting technical fouls, who punched Jordan Poole in the face? You want to get rid of the 33-year-old or the 23-year-old? Because yeah. I feel like these little pieces of shits who are on ESPN, they want to get rid of the young guy, which makes absolutely no sense. A guy, by the way, who has already proven that he can play in this you league, who he can put up 30 points, 40 points a game, probably going to be the heir apparent to Steph Curry. Do you know why they want to do that? Because they want to keep the core around. They want to keep the core around. They think, There's no core. They, they think the Draymond. There is no the core. The Draymond Thompson Curry core is tremendous. Guess what? I'm right there with you. Trade. There get, is no core. Get okay. rid of green. Okay. Get rid of green. Mike, I want your input on this because. Get rid of green. I want Mike's input because my opinion is that there is no core. Do you know why there's no core? Because Clay Thompson. There is a core because Clay they won championship. Listen to me. Clay Thompson and Draymond Green are the same age. They're 33 fucking years old and fucking Steph Curry is 35, 36 that they're not getting any Steph younger Curry's dude. 35 already. They're, they're <clears throat> not getting any younger. This, this core is done. It is done. I don't care if you think Steph has one year, two years left. It is over. Wow. That window is over. Who do you, do you want to just give up? Do you want to just run this shit into the ground? Or do you want to see what Andrew Wiggins has at age? No, I'm keeping Andrew Wiggins, dude. Do you want to? No, but that's what these guys are saying. Trade no, away no, Wiggins. No, no. Do you want to keep a 28 year old Andrew Wiggins and a 23 year old Jordan Poole? or do you want to? Do you want to keep this core together with with these 33 and these 35 year old guys where the window is closing? I'm not fucking doing it. And if if anybody is in their right mind out there, just fucking wake up, okay? The window with these guys is over. Now, I believe in Steph Curry, but I do not believe in Draymond Green at 33. I do not believe in Klay Thompson at 33. Klay Thompson didn't do shit in that last game. And I hope to God he shows up in this next game, but the core is done. Stop talking to me about the core. It's over. I don't care. Nobody cares. All right, real quick here. We got a couple comments here I want to put in. Just for fans, our uh, podcast in Houston here, says roast braun do it oh, roast we'll, braun uh, we, don't worry it's coming we, we i'm sure of a braun roast i'm sure it's coming just goes, fans so. don't you worry yeah, uh two flight here says it's fun when you guys talk about basketball it's like watching <laughs> charlie brown and hearing the adults talk you know what i mean i, I mean i'm sure you guys know what you're talking about but it's just glasses my non-knowing eyes the, 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 so here's <laughs> Here's the amazing no. thing right now. The amazing thing about no. <laughs> roasting LeBron James is that this is one of those rare moments in my life that I can't do it. You can't. Right. I can't fucking right do it because right, yeah. if he beats Steph Curry in this series and and he must win the ring. He don't no. I don't give what a shit. What are you shit. talking about? You told you told me 2 weeks ago that Steph Curry all he had to do was beat LeBron and he was No, better. no, no. Hell no. You told me that two weeks ago. If LeBron beats Steph and gets the championship this year, he's got five fucking rings. That puts him on the level of the late, great Kobe Bryant. That means something to me. Okay? 
But we'll talk about that when that comes to fruition. If you we'll beat, see what happens. <laughs> if you beat Steph Curry and shit the bed in the finals, okay, now you're now you're just back to Le GM and Le Liar and Le Fib and Le Gone and Le GM and whatever the fuck nicknames you want to throw out Let's, there. Okay. Fun fact. We're, we're gonna take no, no. What's the what's the fun? What's fact? your favorite? Tubles what's your favorite? Says, Mike? Fun you facts. Like Tuvel says fun fact. I mean, I was banned from Twitter for oh, thirty no. days Le for China. China. Le China. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! All right, let, let's take a timeout real quick from NBA talk, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll jump in again to, here towards the end. Let's but, talk about those Chiefs. But, well, yeah, we're talking about Chiefs. Uh, but first and foremost, I had a question oh, for you guys. So. uh those of you out there listening, we, we never talk about NASCAR on the show, but I do watch NASCAR every weekend. I mean, it's my girlfriend's favorite sports, so her and I watch that. Um, of course, when football season's on and NASCAR's in there, I don't watch NASCAR during that. I mean, the football comes first for me. But this time of year, every Sunday, I watch NASCAR. And we had a situation in NASCAR where a driver named Ross Chastain and uh, I think it was Noah Gragson is his name, um, they, they came off the track at the end of the race and all that. And apparently there were, there was some beef between the two whenever they were walking up to each other. You saw Gregson walk up to Chastain, Chastain being a little bit more of a smaller guy. I mean, he's not a big guy. These guys, some of these guys like horse jockeys, they're real tiny walks up to him and Gregson kind of shakes him. Like he's, he's pissed off at him. Like, you know, talking about, you know, why he made that move on him. And then Chastain is like, Oh, well, what's your problem, man? What's your problem, man? And just, just decks him, decks him right in the face. And um, it was just like that. It made me think like NASCAR did nothing about this. NASCAR didn't give a shit that there was a uh, legitimate punch to the face in their sport. Um, they thought it was kind of funny, I think. I mean, we're NASCAR, talking about a, a NAS- guy that finished, finished NAS- 29th NASCAR, in this NASCAR race last week. Yes. And the guy that didn't finish in even the top 36. Yes, because of someone cutting each other off or whatever, causing an accident, whatever it was. But he was so far apart. Like, Grassing won this. Greg? Twice now. What? He won this. Like he. What do you mean? He didn't. He didn't win the race. So Greg Saint run 29th, right? Okay. Yeah. Whatever his name is, wasn't Ch- even. Chastain a... was the other guy. He's, he's the right. one who punched Gregson. All right. Just cut he to the even chase. Top Mike. Even. Mike, what's your question about this? No. Oh, so the reason I'm bringing this up, Tanner, is what? because NASCAR doesn't give a damn about guys fighting. We've seen this before. Shit, all this kind of stuff. All the antics that go around the sport when it comes to these kind of things. Hockey obviously has a has a long. Uh, tenured uh, known history of allowing fights on the ice rink. But I was just thinking to myself, like when I saw this and how, you know, how would the NFL have handled this? How would MLB have handled this? And um, I'm just curious what, what sport you guys we have currently, would you like to see more fighting involved in? Like what's something where, uh, you know, we should just say, Hey, let them fucking go at it. And um, you know, we're going to sit back and let it happen. Didn't and not, we talk about we're not going to find, time? we're not going to find anybody. We talked about this at one time. Maybe at least we, one no, well, this is a little different. Because like I just I'm just saying we're not gonna find anybody, we're not gonna you know suspend anybody, you know. Whenever we have uh, whenever we have jackass from the Nuggets coming up and causing oh, trouble. Oh yeah, you're talking you know, about Joker. He, he, he got fined. 20, He's pushing. Hold on, hold on. He oh, got fined twenty five k. He should have been fined. He made up with the owner the next. He should have been fined nothing. Dude, the he elbowed. He elbowed Marquise Morris in the back of the head. I think we might right. need to allow more fighting in sports. So. Guys, what, what sport would you say should have more uh, fisticuffs? I tell you what, man. Like, the NBA is my first love, as you guys <laughs> well know. And, you know, they it, they used boys. to fight. They used to fight back in the day, and that, that was amazing. But uh, while the NBA is my first love, 
my answer to this question has got to be MLB because it, it is a it's a dying sport, man. And I, I do not want to see the MLB die. I want to see it stay alive. And the only way I in fact, it's funny. I, I think I've said this before you, on the show. You did say it, yes. Um, the only way to rescue the sport, and I don't, you know, I, I hope that Rob Manfred is listening to me because God knows nobody else is going to be listening to me, but <laughs> the only way to rescue this sport, Rob Manfred, is to let it loose. You know, what did we say back in the day when uh, O.J. Simpson was in court? Let the juice loose. Uh, Rob Manfred, you need yes. to let these guys loose. And I want to see bench which, clearing which brawls. Which means no suspensions, no fines. Let them do whatever the hell they want for five minutes. You know, and, and the thing about it is, like, baseball – they, they should be the ones to make this change happen because they're the ones making the big, biggest changes right now. They've made so many changes over the course of the last year to try to save that sport. Let's take it to another level where we don't care about no. bench-carrying brawls, no. okay? No. We, we don't care. I want to see a fight. I yeah. want to see when these benches clear, just let them go at it because you know why? That's going to bring in more viewers. That's going to oh, bring yeah. in this younger. Oh, it, would. Huge viewers. It, it might save the sport. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I the do. Younger, I do fully understand the, what you're saying. You guys understand the younger generation, they don't give a fuck about no. the sport of baseball. You know what they will give a fuck about? If those motherfuckers start fighting. In it it oh, will yeah. happen. That shit will happen. Bam. Overnight. Next thing you know. Overnight. So, everyone's watching baseball. They'll every start watching night. that shit. <laughs> well, Deal on baseball here, right? So they actually, two or three years ago, they outruled the cleat rule. You can't cleat players anymore. Mm. So the can't violence that, is already gone. Have cleats down. Go back and watch so, the movie so Happy you, Gilmore. You can't, you can't run over the... Right, right, right. you got to have cleats down during right. your slide. You can't run over the catcher. That's true. They, they, That's that gone. Be, that used to be a great part of baseball, it by the way. Happy Gilmore. You remember that movie? He was the only guy that took so, his cleat off. So there's, there's a bunch somebody. of stuff like that right now. Imagine where, trying to run over Perez. He would have been net decking fools. De Perez would like he as happy he, as he is and I, no, joyful. I'm just saying, I guarantee you, you come after him like that, yeah. you're done. You've been getting you're clocked. Done. You've been getting clocked. So like, there's there's been moves made for players' safety that I I I just gonna see that in management motion. You know what I want to see? I want to see the NBA back in motion like it was in the '90s. I want to see more of that because guess what? I was still less than ten going in that era, and I want to see that nowadays. I want to see a guy like. Beverly be able to get into a, some kind of fist fight and not get thrown out right away. Yeah. You know, right. no, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I wish the, the NBA, I wish they would allow a little bit more defense, but in terms of the major league baseball, I mean, I, I think that we can find some common ground between the old school people and the new school people. I, I feel like you could just let loose a little bit and have a few more fights. I, I still want to find a scenario where, we, if the, if the bench is clear, you know, you can still have a scenario where we, we try to shut it down, you know, to a well, certain you, extent. You, shouldn't, you should not be allowed to use bats or right. pick up balls and just start playing some freaking. Well, you know, okay. No. So, like, there's but, some I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There should be some kind there's of. Some a, so right, that, has, that has to be. In what, what do you guys think about this? So, you and I, I think we've all watched a little bit of UFC yep. at, throughout the course of our lives. What if they made it like the UFC where a guy's getting ready to knock a guy out where he can't even fucking see straight 
And then, then, the, then that's when the umpires but step in and stop the fight. Can, can know? we put it sure, up like sure, we're getting sure. ready to knock the guy out? That's when we stop. But it. like, can we put up like what hockey sure. does? You know what I mean? It's the same way. What hockey does, essentially, just well, getting uh, away. Hockey's limited a little bit over the years. I mean, they're getting a little more passive with they're, it. So. A little bit, but they're still letting you go at it. Yeah, honestly, so. the best thing about hockey now is go to those like inter interleague games. Yes. Not the not NHL, but the like one the independence the one step here down or whatever. Stuff like that. They can they'll let you go at it all day if you want to. So so Jason's picks MLB, mine's NBA. What do you got? Mike? Well, not not to updo uh Tufel's idea, but uh Special Olympics would be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you said I'm doing Are you kidding me? Right uh, I think that would be great if uh you know you know, there there was a time when Jamal Charles was involved in this special. <laughs> Could you imagine him getting out there and you're just racing a guy and you just throw a freaking haymaker, you know, I mean at some point. Please That'd be badass. Please don't let my brother be watching the show. <laughs> Troy, I had no part in the production of the show. Talk to the producers. I had no I think part it'd be awesome. That. Like it would, it would it would bring a different kind of <laughs> atmosphere. ESPN would love it, I think. Uh draw a lot of attention. So yeah, I think it'd be I think it'd be great. We've all gone off the rails here, so, <laughs> so um, uh, okay. Let's bring it back to a little bit normal. Shit. What do you guys think about the All NBA first no, team? No. Right. So, no, no. you want to talk about the NBA? No, no, all real NBA quick. First I, got, team? I got commentary. I got commentary. So terrible. Mike was talking about. Jeez. I guess I'm at we're gonna, hey, that's that's what we should do. We're gonna get a. We're gonna. We can just fight each other on the no. show. <laughs> Because I mean, sure. that was bullshit. What you just said, I don't no, agree with buffoons. you. No, I mean, no, no. So, if, if there was a podcast for Special balls. Olympics, would be on it. So, uh, so Tufel's Tufel's comment was so that Mike, man. the Mike. Why do you have to offend me like that? That's Jason, so offensive. She says no idea. So she says no idea. Tufel's comment, by the way, that he was referencing was. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Kids, I don't know what he's talking about. Kids gymnastics in a fight. Oh well, yeah. I was tr not to like. Oh, you know, outdo Tufel's idea, but you know, I think we both have quality ideas there. So, um, we're gonna okay. <laughs> All right, we gotta continue on here. What's uh, um? So he says the only way to save him will be his salary cap, and Tufel says I bet Nolan Ryan will come out of retirement to land a few more heaters. Uh, All right, guys. So we have we have both from football talk saying how's it going, guys? Gold gloves edition. You know it, dude. Uh, he says, I'm the only guy to remove my skating strap. Try to stab, stab someone. <laughs> yep. All right. So I got it right now. I got oh, it right now. You got something else? Tufel would pay. Two, hold on. Tufel <laughs> would pay to watch the Special Olympics flat, if they allowed fighting. Tufel said, shut the fuck up. Tufel so. said, I would flat out pay for Special Olympics games. I mean, if we had fighting. And Timmy top. ain't taking no shit over here in the wheelchair long show. <laughs> It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? All right, guys. So what do you guys think about the all-NBA first and second team? Because a lot of the talk out there was that, you know, if Jalen Brown didn't make the all-NBA team, what's going to happen to him with the Celtics next year? And so those teams have been announced, Okay. All these guys are over here laughing their ass off. They don't even have a fucking clue. I'm going to announce to you the NBA All-First Team, which is Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Luka Doncic, and Shea Gilgis. Alexander, my second favorite player in the NBA. Um, but a lot of talk was out there about what's going to happen to 
Jalen Brown, is he going to leave the Celtics or is he going to stay with them next year? Because Celtics, man, they've, they've got their backs to the wall right now. They're down three to two. And basically I, I think the Sixers are going to beat them. They've got a shitty ass coach and that's neither here nor there. We can, that's a discussion for another day, but Jalen Brown, the guy that is kind of the one B to Jason Tatum's one A, he made the all NBA second team. And so he is eligible now for a super max contract. And so this, this is a great debate that we can talk about. I was like, do you think based on our last week's discussion with all of the racism that goes on in the city of Boston (laughs) and what have you, do you think Jalen Brown is going to say stay in Boston or do you think he's going to go to another team? Cause I got a lot of fuckers out there that think he's going to be traded to the warriors. I don't think it's going to happen, but but he is going to get traded somewhere. I do not believe he wants to stay there. They're going to get their ass kicked. dude. are the this Warriors going to trade him though? Like, would they sign a a max, a super max on him? Well, let let's ask this question first because I do believe that Jalen Brown wants out of there. Yes, but before that happens, we need to look at the series that's going on right now between Philadelphia and Boston because I do believe that the Boston Celtics are imploding right now because they're losing three to two. You've got the Philadelphia 76ers and you know, you got James Harden, you got Tyrese Maxey. Did you guys see Tyrese Maxey put up a fucking 30 burger in that last game? He did. He did. It, essentially, they've got a big three right now. James Harden didn't even show up in terms of scoring. Now, he was a, an amazing facilitator in that game, but he didn't even show up. He put up like 17 fucking points. So James Harden's probably going to show up in the next, the next game. Boston's going to get knocked out now. You guys want to bet on this fucking series? Uh, it's over. Okay. Don't bet on Boston to win this fucking series. It's not going to happen. But in terms of next year, I personally do not want, I don't want Jalen Brown on this team next year because even if you give him that big dick contract for being all NBA, you're still as an organization telling him, you know, you're just the 1B to the 1A of Jason Tatum because Jason Tatum is always going to be the face of the team. And Jalen Brown, you know, like, why would you want to be there? Like, I don't understand it. Why would you not want to go to another team? I, I disagree with the whole fucking warrior shit, but send him to the fucking Knicks. The Knicks need a fucking him. superstar. The him. Knicks would give up. They're not going to give up the farm. For Jalen Brown, but they they would give up a whole lot think, for that uh, fucker. Dallas. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Luka Doncic needs somebody. He needs a running mate besides Kyrie Irving. Well, that's another story. Um, but I, I, I feel like Jalen Brown needs to go. And I feel like now that he's got that all NBA status on that second team, he's got to go somewhere. And I certainly don't believe he's going to go back to the Celtics. Uh, because that the the Celtics need to reset, man. But what do you guys think? You guys think the Celtics still have a chance in this series, or do you think they're butt fucked? I think they do. They they bought in the off season to try to get this roster stacked to go back to the finals and actually perform. You talked about needing a point guard. They got Derek White there. There's no fucking coach. I know that's the issue. There's no fucking We're, coach. He's a piece of shit. So here, hear me out. Okay, 
I think they still have a same chance. But we, I talk about ment- momentum all the time of teams that have momentum. And right now, the 76ers are drowning in momentum right now, leading in that series. I think, I think the Celtics still have a chance to get at it, but they need a huge gains from Tatum, and huge gains from Brown, and then huge gains from either Horford or Williams out there to, on, on the boards there to get some chance, second chance. I, so, period. I'll, I'm going to end it with this. So, we talked about Jason Tatum maybe going to the Knicks. I tell you what, there's a lot. Tatum of, or Brown? J, uh, Jalen Brown. There's Jaylen. a lot of Knicks fans out there that are really depressed right now because they know. They don't think. They know they're going to lose this fucking series. And so they're looking for the next step. And I've got a proposal on this show. And I believe that the best scenario for the New York Knicks is that they would make a trade for Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, hear me out. The New York Knicks, they're not going anywhere, right? They've got Julius Randle, and they've got Jalen Brunson. You know, they've they've got a good team, but they don't have a great team. And so... I'm going to throw a trade out there because if you're in a position like Giannis Antetokounmpo, you're getting the hell out of there, right? You've got a bunch of guys in their thirties, right? So Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, they're all in their thirties. You got your championship. Well done guys. You're never going to get another one. Your window is closed. So if I'm a guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo, I'm getting the hell out of there. If I'm a team like the New York Knicks, I've got the assets, right? I've got all of the draft picks. I've got all of the first round draft picks. I can give you Emmanuel quickly. I can give you Julius Randle. I'm not going to give up Jalen Brunson because that's going to be Giannis Antetokounmpo's running mate. But what do you guys think about that? If I can pair Giannis Antetokounmpo with Jalen Brunson and somehow maybe keep Emmanuel quickly, get rid of Julius Randle because he's not, he's not, He's a good player, but he's not like a superstar player. If I can get rid of him and all those fucking draft picks, you're, would you not try to make that deal with the Bucks? I would, but you're also looking at the same factor of possibly, possibly the same thing we're looking at the Suns and Durant right now, where you give up a lot of the depth. And that's, yeah. that's going to be tough in playoffs. But but I don't think they would give up that much depth because I, I think there's a way that you could keep – a little bit of depth. I think there's a way that if you give up all of those draft picks, you can keep a guy like Emmanuel quickly, who I think is an up and coming star point guard and figure out a way to make it work. But, uh, you know, I think the bucks are their their window is closed. And so I think, you know, Giannis, he's got to get, get the hell out of there. And I think you, when you look at it from the perspective of the New York Knicks, they've already made a mistake. They made a huge mistake. You know why? They did not want to give up R.J. Barrett to get Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Huge fucking mistake. It was a huge mistake. So the question, if I'm a New York Knicks fan, which I'm not, but from their perspective, did you not learn from your fucking mistakes? Did you not learn that you probably should have given up R.J. Barrett to get a guy like Donovan Mitchell? And so... I don't know if Giannis is on the table, but if he is, give up R.J. Barrett, give up the farm, whatever the fuck you got to do. Keep Jalen Brunson and just see what the hell happens, man. Yeah. See what happens because the New York Knicks have not been relevant. 
Well, they haven't won a champ, dude. The last championship the Knicks won was probably like the year I was born, dude. I'm 46 years old. Three. I was born in the 70s. The 70s. Wow. They they haven't won a I'll championship since the fucking 70s. So <laughs> at least at least you know you know what just if you're the Knicks just so, get get your dick so wet. What, what do we talk about? Dame time too, right? Like Dame time has to leave Portland at some point, right? Dame time. You know it, it pains me to say this. Dame time. If he doesn't leave immediately, he's not winning. He's irrelevant. Yeah, he's an irrelevant player. Hell and of a that's player? sad. It's sad. Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. Oh no, okay. he's first yeah, ballot. Yeah. Okay. First ballot Hall of Famer, but he's he'll never just get the a ring. unfortunate that he doesn't have a ring or anything like that. No, so. I mean he's he's basically fucking Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. Oh wow. Different. Yeah. They're different positions, but um, you know John finals, Stockton. Right? Yeah. John went Stockton. To the finals, right? You know, great fucking player. Never won a ring. So that's that's. But kind of the legacy. But Dame's never been to at. a finals, right? Either a conference or no. final, many major finals. Here's the problem with Dame. He's too loyal. And and I respect guys that are loyal. And this goes across all sports. You can talk about hockey, NFL, NBA, MLB. I don't care. There's these guys that are loyal to a fault. And I respect them to a fault, right? But it does affect your legacy. Yeah. If you are loyal to a fault and you never get that championship, you know, you're kind of, you're leaving, you're leaving money on the table. Okay. So like, that's my, you know, cause I'm, I'm a, like a big time gambler, mm -hmm. right? You never want to leave money on the table. And that's what these guys are doing. Yeah. That's what are. Charles Barkley did back that's then. what they're doing. He left money on the table and it was a different game back then. But nowadays, you know, back then when Charles Barkley was playing, they, they didn't have the player mobility that players have now. Dame, Dame had his chance, man. He did. Dame yeah. had his chance, Many and times. he he let it slide Many due to times. his loyalty, and I respect him. But you know, when you when you have the mo the player mobility that these guys have today, like Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi uh, Leonard, let it go, dude, let it go. Don't nobody. There's a lot of people. They're not going to remember Kawhi Leonard. He's got two fucking rings. Yeah, that's two more than Dame Lillard has. So. I mean, you you have to embrace that player mobility and take advantage of it, and that's what I hope that that Dame Lillard will do. But I, I feel I fear for Dame Lillard; it might be a little bit too late for him. All right. So, guys, we got a couple minutes left. What do we got? No, I just want to give a quick uh, wrap up. So, the Heat did take a loss today to the wow. Knicks. It was one twelve to one hundred three. So, they did their best effort to make a comeback. In fact, they were within three points at one point. Uh, but the Knicks just pulled away at the end. So um, that one's in the books right now. We're looking at Lakers Warriors underway. Lakers up 3 0. So, um, oh, Lakers by a billion. Dude. Look, looking, looking forward to seeing how that game unfolds, basically. Um, uh, I, I don't think we really have time to hit on too much else. So, um, I, I think, uh, what do you guys think of Chris Jones trying to? Uh, get get Frank Clark on the Chiefs. Hey, I'm for it, dude. Give me some depth. Give me some Chris, a guy that's playoff veteran right. and everything. So, let, let I just want to ask the expert over here: Can we afford Frank Clark for two years, ten million? Why was I feel like that? that oh, that's yeah. well, why. Why that's would that be the, the number? Is it why? Where'd you get that number from? I just feel like like the, the only thing that the Chiefs can afford right now is like oh. a three million dollar a He's, year. Five he's million dollars a, a year. He's not a full-time player. He's a part-time player, and really, right. we primarily need him for playoff runs. Obviously, um, so I mean, in the meantime, it's 
we would have decent enough depth at this point at the end um, to where he could just be a rotational piece and rotational pieces who get four and a half sacks a year. I mean, you're not going to pay him five million a year. So uh, I don't really want him for, I, to me, it's, it's going to be a one year deal again and just bring him back kind of like we did last year. Uh, something similar to that, but um, the number has got to fit and it's got to make sense for the team. So I don't know about the whole two years, 10 million thing. I, I don't, I don't know if that would really make a whole lot of sense for. So you, you, you don't think we're going to bring him back then, right? Sure. There's, there's definitely a chance for it. I don't think it would make sense to bring him back for a two year contract. Uh, I also don't 29. He's 29 years old. He's, like, he's 30 he's now, isn't he? Well, if you, if you watch the way he plays, he, he's an old man for his age. He's, he's older than the, I, I, his I, body's older than his age. So, so he's basically like, he's 29 years old, but he's like a, an Anthony Davis. Like we talked about Anthony Davis being sure. a 30 year old, but he plays like he's 35 because yeah. he injures his cock every other game. Yeah, I mean, I, I could give you that's that's a fine comparison, I suppose. Uh, as far as the, the, he, even though his age might say one thing, his body is older than his age says. Um, but no, I'd like to have him back. Chris Jones, though, was pointing out on Twitter how he is going to can every day continue to advocate to bring back Frank Clark the Shark uh, until it happens. So, um, so we'll Chris see. Jones, Chris Jones is the guy that needs to leave money on the table. Is that not true? Like he needs to give up little bit of money to bring frank clark back well, i mean technically he could I so suppose. we're looking at this here too we technically have 2023 dead cap of frank clark from the signing bonus of seven million seven and a half million so we could technically turn that into something worthy of the chiefs here <clears throat> so 10 mil could be on the table yeah i just i don't know what i would think about doing a two-year deal with him is all um I, I think I mean, one more why, one more year why, would be fine. Why not have a two year ten mil deal? Like that's great, great contract worth, and you have a veteran presence on the defensive line. No, I'd love to have him back for a year. That's for fine. two years. Two <laughs> years. I don't would know you, the point. So okay. here's the thing. Would you rather have him or would you rather have Jadavion Clowney or Melvin? Two years, Frank Melvin, Clark. Would you rather um, have Melvin Ingram? Two yards, you know, Frank Clark. on Clowney well, all those fucks. Melvin Ingram still performs you, even as an you, as you an want the player. sacks, Mike. I want the veteran <laughs> knowledge. Of everything. Oh, Mel- Melvin Ingram, even though he's older, much older than Frank Clark. You, actually, you want those sacks? Still performs. He still performs. That's what he wants. He wants the sack numbers. He wants the sack numbers. I want not the Tanner, I want not the defensive percentage of pass protect. Or pass rushing. I want efficiency. I want your yeah, snaps you're not on the, the field. You're not to be the percentage here. I, I'll take you. Want dude, get out there. You get out there for two hundred. You want snaps, dude? It's playoff Frank. I'll be happy. Just say you want. Do you not want playoff Frank? He shows up in the playoffs. I will take 250 uh, snaps on the right, field guys. and be happy with All that. right, All right. We got to wrap it up, guys. So, everybody, drop a like. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, make sure you guys hit the bell so you guys can see when we're all, we're back live here uh, for our In the Hoop on this weekend here. Also, like us on Spotify. Give us a follow. helps with the channel. Uh, we're, we post it. It'll be available the day after every podcast. So, sometimes the day of. Depends what time we record. So. And uh, comment down below what would be your favorite special Olympic sport to watch fighting in. So uh, Golden yeah, I'd, State. I'd love to know more information about that. Golden State is up 17 to 5. I hope you guys all bet your house on that. You should, Derek. Like I told you to do. I told you to fucking do it. So if you didn't listen to me, I all can't right. help you now. All right, guys. Everybody have a fabulous week. We will uh, catch you on the episode next Wednesday around the same time. Outro. Outro. All right. I'll see y'all on the next one. Outro. See you guys.